right, fellas, welcome back. Another Wednesday. Good evening. Happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yes. Um, they took the snow out of our forecast. It might only rain tomorrow. It's supposed to rain. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Just what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Just Bit. what you wanted. Um, here's something I was going to ask you guys. <laughs> so John Schneider has a event at his property in Louisiana called Bo's Extravaganza. It's in April and they are celebrating the 40th anniversary of the Dukes of Hazard, and all oh. the surviving cast members will be there. Is Boss Hog still alive? No. Sorrel Book died in the 90s. <laughs> Just, um, um, Roscoe died about is, four years ago. You're saying this is a business trip? <laughs> it could be. It could be. Kyle would finally get to uh, meet Daisy, which, you know... Oh. <laughs> I bet those Dukes don't look as good as they used to. Yeah. Well, you know, they're in their mid to late 60s. <laughs> or early 70s, depending on which one. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe Cooter, Bo, Luke, Cletus, Enos, and Daisy are all still alive. <laughs> so they got that going for them. Which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just something to keep in the back of your mind. (laughs) All right. So, let's dive in. The 2020 Mustang Shelby GT500. Winning. The NDA has been lifted. And all of the driver reviews from CarCraft and Autoblog and um, everyone. Jay Leno had it on his YouTube channel. He did an episode with uh, Dave Parasek. I think that's. I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> he's the like head of the Ford GT, the head of this. You know, he's he's kind of a a big deal for Ford performance. Um, he brought a GT500 over to Jay's and. Uh, that episode's up on YouTube as well. Um, turns out Ford wasn't bullshitting. <laughs> this is the fastest, baddest Mustang they've ever released. Um, Hot Rod Magazine got the best times of anyone, naturally. <laughs> in the 0-60 to 60 in the quarter. Um... And they said they dropped the tire pressure on the rear tires to 28 PSI. And um, they went to a, a sticky track. And they got a 3.3 second 0 to 60 and a 10.7 second quarter. Or 10.61, sorry. 10.61 quarter mile at 133 miles an hour. Wow. Which is faster okay. than the new Corvette. Oh. Now... A big deal has been made about the GT500 weighing 4,200 pounds. However, (laughs) 
with its custom Michelin Super Sport tires, it is also faster around a racetrack than the new Corvette. They raced in a couple different circuits, a couple different media places, and uh, part of it, too, was some of the tests were done while other magazines were shooting their C8 reviews, and all of them have said (laughs) they do expect the Corvette Z06 and the, um, the potential for a ZR1 to be faster than this Mustang, but... This is the big butt. <laughs> the stock C8, which has, you know, none of the handling packages, none of that, of course, is beat even worse by the Mustang. Um, however, the base price on the GT500 is 74000 ish maybe 72 somewhere in that range. Um, the C8's base price is around sixty to sixty-five, depending. Um, however... The C8 with the track pack and carbon fiber kit and all that nonsense is about the same price as the GT500 when it has its carbon fiber kit and track crap on it. They're both about $95,000. A lot of dudes. It's it's amazing. It's a truly amazing car. (laughs) It, uh... It does have active mode exhaust with three settings for loud, kind of loud, and kind of quiet. Which is silly for someone like me because I really don't care. I would have it on its loudest setting all the time and everyone could kiss my butt. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like the Boss 302, right? When that came out, it had a manual uh, baffle. You could change, remember? So it would have the side exit exhaust, which eliminated the rear mufflers. And it was crazy loud. But, you know, that's... I would do that. I would I would throw... I would take the rear mufflers off and throw them away, is what I would do. <laughs> and just go with the super loud. Um, the other thing that I was surprised with, though... So this was all really confusing to me, but they spelled it out real well in the review that I read. Um, The Predator engine is a 5.2 liter block that is the same block that is in the GT350. However, it's a cross-plane crank instead of a flat-plane crank. And they did that because they needed to keep the vibrations down with the supercharger. Hmm. So that that's what was going on there, uh, but it is the same five point two. Other than all right. that, which is a huge difference, of course. But <laughs> I don't know. That whole thing's kind of weird to me. But um, it does rev to seventy five hundred, which is still quite high, um, and it makes peak power at seventy four hundred. Wow! Yeah, so oh, you're yeah. you're up there, <laughs> and it has six hundred and ninety five. Was that or 625 pound-feet of torque, which is a lot of torque. Basically, they said any anywhere under 70 miles an hour, if you punch it, make sure you're pointed straight. <laughs> and there's a 335 series rear tire, so it is a meaty rear and a 305 front. So uh, there's a lot there. 
The carbon fiber not- package is $18,995, <laughs> which has a new, larger, yet same weight carbon fiber wheel that's better than the uh, Shelby GT350s. Um, the wheel replacement is over $12,000 all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> so if you curb one of them suckers... <laughs> And um, the company that does the wheel, they've come up with a new uh, method and resin for putting them together. And um, they're actually showing the carbon fiber now. So it's just coated carbon fiber versus the Shelby. They actually had to paint the wheel because of the way the process made it. So it didn't have that pretty pattern that carbon fiber has. So uh, that's pretty cool, too. So if you see it, it looks pretty amazing up close um the rear wing is fully functional it creates 550 pounds of downforce wow Um, so uh the front splitter uh is a couple hundred pounds of downforce and that's carbon fiber as well both of them are and any carbon fiber you see in the interior is real it's not a fake like in a lot of cars and so that's one of the things you want to point out it's like because you know European automakers and, and especially the guys that just nut hug those those folks, Matt Farah, um, <clears throat> <laughs> they they'll go on and on about cheap materials in American cars. And what Dave Parasek was quick to point out was, if you see a something that looks aluminum in a Mustang, it is aluminum. If you see something that looks leather, it is. If you see something that looks carbon fiber, it's carbon fiber. So. Yeah, there's still some plastics on the interior, but there is on every car made. It's just one of the most common materials used in anything. So, um, you know, it's not all wooden dowels, you know, (laughs) like on a Jag. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so pretty cool. Um, Obviously, the reviews are incredibly positive across the board. Um, they said the dual clutch in it is super fast, but also the chassis setup is like perfect. So depending on what mode you're in, you can drive around town and it's perfectly comfortable and shifts pretty smooth. Put it in race mode, put it in track mode, whatever. And, uh, everything tightens up and it's really crisp and you can really lay into power coming out of corners and stuff. Everybody's really impressed with it. Um, I think they got a hit on their hands to say the least it'll be yes. interesting to see what everybody does to compete you know mm-hmm. I know Tommy's pulling for the Camaro <laughs> <laughs> like come on GM <laughs> don't let me down <laughs> you can do it It'll be interesting. You know, I, I really do, though. I think the the Camaro needs the same lineup. They need their SS to be their Mustang GT competitor. They need a Z28 to be their GT350 competitor and then have the ZL1 to compete with the GT500. I think that just makes sense. You know, and then over on the Dodge side, they're still kind of doing their own thing, and I think that's for the best. I think they should just throw as much power as they can in a, in a Challenger and – you know, to hell with anybody who thinks it needs to go faster on a track. <laughs> so, 
Stoplight to stoplight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lift them front tires. <laughs> um, and that's good for everybody, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have to go to the bathroom, Kyle? Faster's always better. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you sure? Mm-hmm. Oh. My son did that when he was little. He had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> um, on to the next. Uh, this had me cracking up. So, famously, LeBron James has a kind of a weave or plugs or something, right? Mm-hmm. He's bald. <laughs> he's yep. He's balder than me. Uh, yeah, I know it's, it's something. (laughs) And that's why, so he gets his plugs or, you know, whatever he gets. And, um, then he wears that stupid headband, um, that looks like he cut a hole in his mom's nylons. (laughs) It's not the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) And, you know, everybody makes jokes about the fact that it kind of rides up on his head as the game goes on. Well, the other night, he was having a major malfunction. <laughs> and Anthony Davis, being a buddy, <laughs> pointed it out. And you could tell him he was laughing and pointing at LeBron. He was sitting on the bench. LeBron's in the game. And he's like, I couldn't tell if he was saying your weave or your wig is <laughs> falling off. <laughs> and you could see LeBron like look down and then like he reaches up and he touches both sides of his head. I sent you guys a link to it, but he's like, he's trying to adjust this shit <laughs> while the game is going He's trying to pull the, the, cause there was, there was like, it was like pulled back, but there was also like pieces coming out of the back. Now look, I'm sympathetic. Okay. I don't have the coverage I once had up top. It's better than LeBron's. But it's not like it was. I have gone ahead, rather than trying to cover it up, trying to style it away to make it look bigger or better, you know, and just shave my head. I think it's time for LeBron. Stop getting the plugs. Don't do the weave. Take the nylon off your head and just shave it. Exactly. Yeah, Jordan did. Or do what the NASCAR guys do. They have more hair now than they did 20 years ago. Right. Go get the surgery. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson needs to give LeBron a call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh I'm not I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client. Right. <laughs> he could ask uh Anthony Davis to sh- you know shave his unibrow and give him some of that hair. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> epic. <laughs> oh, that's a man's unibrow. Did you see last night Anthony Davis went 40 and 20? That, that's, oh. that's something. That's something. 40 points, 20 rebounds. I think the Lakers are going to be pretty tough. Just throwing that out there. but <laughs> I don't feel yeah, bad good. picking on LeBron because, you know, he's like a billionaire. <laughs> so someone said, so like, I feel sorry for so-and-so. I said, never feel sorry for someone who has that much money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> even even when they have a bad day, you know, they wipe their tears away with hundred dollar bills. They're good. They're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they light their fire with a, a roll of twenties. <laughs> they're, they're doing uh-huh. good. <laughs> but Wasn't yes. that What's his name from Amazon? If you dropped a hundred dollar bill, it, it actually would cost him money to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and this is just an aside. So we had a conversation about this. Not that exactly, but we saw a post um, by, uh, what's her name? Omar from Minnesota. Ilion? Ilhan? Ilani? Yeah. Omar. Omar from Minnesota says that, or she made a post that um, Walmart CEO makes 23.2. Five million dollars a year. Average Amazon or average Walmart employee makes twenty-seven thousand dollars a year. This is whatever you know. <laughs> Someone pointed out that. <laughs> well, there was two things. So the first one was, um, yeah, I work at a hospital, and our heart surgeon makes um, six hundred grand a year, and our uh, uh, the. 19 year old in the gift shop only makes 19,000 a year. It's really unfair. (laughs) 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 And then someone else tried to point out to her that Walmart employs 2.2 million people. So if you took all of his money every year and gave it to them, they would get two bucks a month. (laughs) So yeah, it all helps economies of scale, right? But math is math. You know, That, that can be tough. I'm not going to tease her about her math skills. Um, not the best, though. Not not a good look. <laughs> uh, no, who, like who cares if if the if the board of directors wants to pay him that much? Good for him. Right. Well, it got into another discussion about you know they were talking about the average annual salary of a retail giant like that, <laughs> and I said the problem is. Let's say you up everyone's salary to 30000 a year based on the profits you have that year. If your profits are down the next year, do you cut everybody's salary by the same amount? You know, like, Exactly. You can't afford to pay it all the time. And so what works better is uh, some sort of profit-sharing deal, right, where they get a percentage of profits paid out in bonuses. That generally works better. But That's, that's what I got when I worked at Walmart. Yeah. We could, we could buy the Walmart stock. Like out of our paycheck, cheaper than what it was on like on the on the market. Yeah. And then you... and then after it was in there for a while, you could sell it back at whatever the value on the market was, and that take your money great, off. Kyle, I notice you don't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's called the retail industry. <laughs> That's a, that reminds me of Caddyshack. What's wrong with lumberyards? I own two lumberyards. I notice you don't spend much time there. <laughs> Not sure where they're at. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that one go? Yeah. Landed right in the lumber, right in the lumber yard, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't splitting too many atoms over there in the sporting goods department. No. <laughs> and I got a fishing license. Bet you got to ride some sweet bikes though. Oh, I did. That's right when the Razor scooters came out. Those yeah. things were sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had perks. Perks. 
All right. So, these Detroit Lions, huh? They beat the Giants. Oh, uh, Super Bowl bone. Yep. <laughs> we are now 3-3-1 three, three, and one on the season. Yep. 500, baby. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but as I predicted, just like last year, trading away digs while Darius Slay is injured. Now Walker is hurt, and Slay is still out. And so our depleted backfield is allowing uh, mediocre rookie quarterbacks like the Giants um, throw all over us. So not only are teams running for 150 yards a game or whatever it is against us, they're starting to average about 300 yards a game passing as well. Because <laughs> I think we are averaging 440-some yards against in offense, which is not good. Really isn't. No. Thankfully, Stafford had another stellar day, and uh, the defense scored a touchdown, and we won. <laughs> so I have a question. Smoke those Giants. <laughs> Smoke the Giants. Actually, they almost came back and won. It was kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was all right, though. It was a good win. I, um, yeah, whatever. What do you guys think about Oakland and uh, Raiders next week? Uh, it's a it's a winnable game for sure. Now let me be clear. Damon Harrison was amazing. He he was one of the bright spots of the defense all day. Yes, he was. Um, drawing double teams, working hard up the middle. Heck of a job. Heck of a job. Stuff the run. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Oakland's Oakland's favorite, hey? Uh, they are. I think that's incorrect, yep. though. Um, they're not that good. Um, meaning, like you said, it's a winnable game for Detroit. If they play really well, they should win. I don't want to say fairly easily, but they should win. Um, but that means no screw ups, no f- weird fumbles, no phantom calls, no <laughs> like. You can't have a, a Lions game. You have to you have to have something better, and um, hopefully they do. They did nothing. What does that mean, deadline. a Lions? What does that mean, a Lions game? Well, someone was talking about this. So <laughs> <laughs> this season, you had the weird fumble by uh, Carry On Johnson at the one in one game in a game we ended up losing by very little. Um, yep. You had uh, a blown call. Uh, Late in the Cardinals game, where it wouldn't have been a tie had the call been correct. Um, and then, of course, the Green Bay game, which we've talked to death. But basically, the Lions, without Lions luck, could be 6-1 and one right now very easily. <laughs> yes. Um, and hold on to your hats. People are starting to call that Stafford is having... An MVP-ish year, if this continues on its current trajectory. Well, how about the Apples? That's, that's just like what's his name from Michigan going to be the quarterback of the year? Come on, <laughs> he's thrown for over two thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns on four interceptions. He is tied for fifth or whatever among quarterbacks so far this year. And he just passed Joe Montana for all-time yards, and I bet that hurts a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll, 
I'll take Joe Montana Super Bowls over yeah. Stafford's passer, passing so, records. So would Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, when you play in when you play in one as a rookie and then it never happens again, hey? Yeah. Yeah, because as a rookie he wasn't the reason they were there. No. And by the time he came into his own, they never got back there. Pretty sad stuff. Yep. But he had some Lions luck there. That was a winnable game too, his rookie year. <laughs> as Ace Ventura taught us. <laughs> I like that uh, Lions. <laughs> it's Lions luck. We got the double yeah. L's. They really got munsoned. Uh, Einhorn yes. is Finkel. Yes. <laughs> Finkel is Stafford. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, and we've all made out with Finkel. Yep. The rope was in. <laughs> oh, man. You know, <laughs> I just. I, like I said, I, I had heard um, just buzzing around on social media that the real reason Diggs was traded was because he didn't get along with Patricia, and he was kind of negative in the locker room towards the coach. Um, you know, and that's is what it is. You you, you can't do that. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's true, of course, because it's all secondhand. But to trade away a Pro Bowl alternate and get nothing for him in a season where like. He matters. <laughs> He's a healthy Pro Bowl level, you know, safety or whatever. Um, it's a bit of a head scratcher. <laughs> Just like Golden Tate. However, um, new info has come out about the Golden Tate situation from last year. They actually did have an offer to him on the table that he declined. Um, he did want more money. And that's ultimately what led to that. Um, Quinn, a appears to be a bit of a hard liner when he comes up with his scheme of how he's spending money and where they're spending it. So I don't know if that's right. We'll see. Um, the Lions are definitely more competitive now than they've been in quite a while. So I don't know. I really, I Honestly, I don't know. Um, running back, that position sucks. They're I think Will sent me a text and said, if they run on first down again, I'm going to throw something at my TV. <laughs> he he yeah, was not, it, not happy. No. But I have a theory on why Stafford's doing so well this year. And it goes like this. Marvin Jones Jr., Kenny Galladay, Danny Amendola, TJ Hawkinson, Jesse James, and Melvin Hall Jr. has actually turned out to be a really good, fast little receiver. Yes. What do you think? Do you think he just has a group of badass uh, offensive weapons to throw to this year? Good I receivers. think if that, if that group of receivers was on the, on the Packers team, they'd be really scary. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, the offensive line has done a pretty good job protecting Stafford. Oh my! Yes, they have. <laughs> he uh, he's I don't know. I, I think he is in for a good year. I mean, I, I think he's going to throw for over forty, and I unless something crazy happens, he's he's going to get thirty touchdowns this year. Their schedule oh, they've they're sure. through they're through the toughest part of their schedule. Um, 
not that it's easy come there's some tough games still there but the the toughest parts of it are over especially with chicago looking like trash <laughs> um yeah i don't know we'll see anything can happen it's the nfl right yes sir so moving on michigan smoked notre dame not even close that was awesome. <laughs> a guy that I used to work with is yeah. such a Notre Dame fan. Like his two of his brothers and a sister all went to Notre Dame. Like he's yes. from Ishpeming. Yes. And I saw him yesterday. And he's always got his Notre Dame gear on. And I just lit his ass up. And it was awesome. <laughs> he was just MF in the team. Oh. It, was, it was fun. It was. I loved it. When you said lit him up, I was hoping it was like Waterboy style. Like you did the dirt and took him out. <laughs> well, I, did, I did. Like it was before Ashley's basketball game. Yeah. And I started singing Hail to the Victors and a bunch oh, of yeah. people started looking at me. Yep. Nice. Um, Could you sing are... us bars? Hail to the Victors, Valiant. Hail. Okay. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was working for me. Um, we'll save that for later. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's like Michigan has finally figured out who they are. They have a great running game and a strong defense, and um, at least if they're not playing Penn State and Wisconsin, they're pretty good. <laughs> Is this the truth? I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, the Penn State game, I, if they get five more minutes, they might win that sucker or not drop the ball in the end zone. They were a different team in the second half. Completely different. Oh. It was night and day. Yep. And that carried on to um, Saturday. Yeah. Who do they got next? Do you know? They're at Maryland. Oh, well, that's right. They should win that so one too, a, hey? Oh Yeah, Maryland's pretty bad. Well, you know. They're Big Ten. They're Big Ten. They're Big Ten football team. So yeah, I don't crap all over Maryland. <laughs> they're they're worthy. <laughs> hey, hey, twist of fate. You could have been born in Maryland. Oh yeah, I'm saying it. Uh huh. I just blew Tommy's mind. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> it's you really scenic. Been... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. Um, Me neither. So, did you guys see the nonsense from the NCAA today? No. Yep. So, California passed that law that basically said um, collegiate athletes have a right to their name and their likeness to make money from it. And the NCAA is trying to get out in front of this before it goes to litigation and they get their butts kicked. So basically, they came out and made a non-statement, really. It was nonsensical. It was like, we agree, players should have access to their name and likeness. However, we don't want them to make money off their name or their likeness. (laughs) (laughs) While they're making money for us. While they're making Mm -hmm. money, while we're making money off of their name and likeness. (laughs) (laughs) It is the stupidest thing in the world. It really is. Look. 
the scholarships were enough when it wasn't this big. The problem is there is billions of dollars at play here. And these student athletes are the ones earning that money. Yes, the school name matters. However, the school name wouldn't be worth shit without those five-star recruits or whatever showing up at their door. Um, I know it's a slippery slope and, and some people a lot smarter than me need to figure out how that's going to work. <laughs> but I've always thought it's a little weird at this point in the game when... I mean, because we see it, right? A university will say, we're a non-profit. The NCAA is a non-profit. We're a non-profit. <laughs> but, the, but the head of the NCAA makes what? <laughs> Their headquarters is where? How much does that building cost? <laughs> you know what I mean? You are a for-profit. You run yourself like a for-profit business. Um, yep. Claiming to be a non-profit. Yeah. And you throw, a, and you throw the billion-dollar word around, yeah. Well, and, and here's the bite, right? The bite is the the thing of it was is you'd get X amount of scholarships per team in college sports, right? You have an X, you have an allocated amount. So the football team gets this many, the track team gets this many, the cross country team gets this. You know what I mean? It's spread around. Yep. Um, however, you're injured, you play for that school, your scholarship goes out the window. And let's say you're at Ohio State where they, um, they're big fat cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they get the, uh, they get the, uh, boy, how can I talk my way out of this? They get the young guy <laughs> who's really smart that might not be from America to do all their work for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's every college dude. I know, but I'm picking on Ohio State. I feel like I have a right. Okay. I feel okay, like it's you true. can. <laughs> 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 um, they lose that scholarship, and now you have a kid who's taking classes he knows nothing about, and his scholarship's gone, and the college moves on to the next guy, but they made all their money off of him. It's just dirty. It's dirty at that point. Um. And I've always said a, a nice step in that direction would have been a guarantee on the scholarship. So, you know, at least let them finish out their collegiate career uh, in the classroom, even if they can't do it on the field. Now, they might flunk out, and that's on them, but at least give them the opportunity to flunk out. Ohio State. But <laughs> <laughs> what is a Buckeye anyway? <laughs> sounds perverted and i think it is <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i don't know what do you what are your thoughts on that kyle you're the one that i wanted to hear what do you think about that well you get all those five-star recruits like even at even at duke okay you got zion williamson who i mean there's a whole lot of jerseys with his with his name on the back of him last year, and the same guy that's on that team that's because they're all full scholarships on the basketball team or you know very close can't can't even put money in his Toyota Corolla or gas in his Toyota Corolla. Yeah, um, it's going to be. Uh, I think there's going to create some hostility because there's it's going to it's going to be even a bigger gap like the NBA or the NFL. Right. You know. It's a- 
there's a minefield there to be worked out because those smaller schools, like you said, they'll just get crushed. I mean, they kind of yeah. already do, but you know, what's a school that was on the come up, you know, the past several years was Gonzaga, right? They came kind of a tiny school with no reputation and they built themselves up, um, by getting lucky with some recruits and some development. And, um, well, that, that's a, that's a cute cat, Kyle, (laughs) a cute, cute kitty. Um, but I I think that would be even more difficult under a system where, the players are getting paid. However, there's just no good way around. Like it needs to happen in some form, I think. Yeah, especially Division One. Like you go from the University of Michigan to Central. Holy, what a difference right there! Yeah. Like yeah, if, if a kid can just if I can just get to be on Michigan's team, right? Like yeah, those small schools have no chance. And it just it just creates a bigger bigger gap with all of the the top twenty football teams and basketball teams. Right. The problem is, I guess the other way around it is to is to take some of the money away from the sport. I don't know how you do that though. <laughs> Think. <laughs> like, look what look what look what those like. Fox Sports One and ESPN, like from November, like mid-November through February, March, it's college basketball. Right. It's huge. And how much did the NBA pay to, or the ESPN, like a, like three billion dollars to be on ESPN, the NBA. So if you're running the NCAA and you don't do anything other than manage college sports, what do you do with that money? Hookers <laughs> and cocaine. <laughs> I mean, to make it so that you're you can't show a profit, right? Yeah, so, you invest it into people's retirement funds at yeah. a later date. Yeah. And I honestly, I wouldn't give a shit if, like you said, they weren't trading on Zion Williamson's name. You know what I mean? They're reliant on him and his talent and his stardom as a college player to make ridiculous amounts of money. So the the, the thought of we're going to give him a scholarship worth a hundred grand if he stays four years, that's really not the same, is it? No. (laughs) But like it just like you said, it opens up a whole other problem for smaller schools recruiting. I'd like to know how much money they made off of him last year. Um, they were talking about that on ESPN, and it was they they I don't know where they pulled this number from. Probably their butts because it was Stephen A. Smith. But <laughs> basically, they said they they felt he was worth a billion dollars to the school overall. I believe it because of the ad revenues and everything else that goes into that. The, the run they the, had. The... Yeah. Oh, think of the ratings of all. I watched all those games. Yeah. I watched LeBron's games when he was in high school on TV. Yep. What's the know. hype? I, I want to see the hype. What do you think, dude? Do we, should, should we have uh, college athletes in fur coats and blinged out like uh, primetime? Neon Dion? <laughs> yes. Yes. 
No, my, my mom my mom found this money. I'm just I'm just helping her spend it. Can I stir the pot a little? Well they're gonna yeah. spend it. Unless they get so, taxed on it. So how long <laughs> yeah. do you think it would take for girls sports to complain about the guys getting all this money? <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> Our field hockey team is just not getting the dis- the this you know, the credit we deserve. Ugh. Well they can just switch gender and not make the team. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, if you're on the volleyball team, go like full on like bikinis. Anything for ratings. Pack, pack the house, baby. But Who I guess the, guys don't have to do that, you know? Who was the. Uh, I don't watch them, so they could put on Speedos. I wouldn't give a shit. I'm still not watching. <laughs> so you're not talking about women's volleyball then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who was the uh, the Olympians, the Olympic pair that was so great for so long in women's volleyball? Misty May. Yes. Carrie Walsh. Yes. Yep. They wore bikinis, essentially. I mean, it was a Speedo yes, with a, yes, a very small sport top. Yep. Yep. And I'm not being sexist, but they chose to wear it, and I think they chose it for a reason beyond yes. it was comfortable. <laughs> And I think that's not a controversial thing to say because I think they would agree with that too. Oh, the ratings were there 100%. Yeah. yeah. And there's a reason they grab each other's ass all the time and slap each other on the butt. Yeah. We want to see it. Yeah. But those, those Brazilian beach volleyball players, they got it going on though. That's why my JV basketball coach slapped me on the butt because everybody wants <laughs> They were impressed, Micah. They, yeah, they should have been. Yeah. Shake what your mama gave you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, SEMA is going on this week and next week. Um, I was looking at some of the extreme builds they have for the F-250. That's pretty freaking cool. Um, they're basically... I don't want to say they're militarizing them, but some of them kind of seemed like it. Uh, if you look at those, it's pretty freaking crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy. There was a... Oh, let me pull it up. Let me grab it real quick. Are the Diesel Brothers there at all? Oh, yeah. They got a truck there. <clears throat> Basically, anybody who's on TV has a vehicle there. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe multiple vehicles there, but uh, here let me let me do this for you guys. There. So, yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Look at that sucker. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Look at that craziness. A camper. Oh, that last one was really cool. Yeah, it was. The dually? Yeah. This one's more about the power. So they amped up the power of the Super Duty um, and put some nice wheels on it. Kind of same here. But, uh, yeah, that one was really interesting. It's kind of like a Baja 
long-term off-roader. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, like an army green, and it's got like a a metal frame where a box would be with uh, LED lights facing off the back. It's pretty cool. Lifted four and a half inches, 37s. But I, I agree, oh, this, a, this 450 is insane. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the light bars on that thing. Yeah. It's all about the light bars. Gets a full Kelderman air suspension, 22-inch wheels with 37-inch tires. Um, yeah. It'd be a good cruiser, man. Going to, going to the corn concert next this winter? <laughs> yeah. That's a Platinum Crew Cab Dually F450. Um, if you go over to Autoblog, they've got the Ford Super Duty SEMA lineup, so you'll get to see uh, what they have, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. And then, of course, uh, you know, um, Bitchin' Rides, Kindig. Uh, Dave Kindig has uh, that TV show Bitchin' Rides on Motor Trend and such. Um, they are there, and they have... Let me pull it up. did come up so let me grab the image this is a 1962 corvette complete custom with a lingenfelter powered lt4 modern corvette drivetrain and uh they've been sharing it on their social media so if you uh if you're on twitter you could look up ken lingenfelter or uh, Dave Kindig of Kindig Designs. Um, it's pretty sweet. It's a uh, candy apple red. It's got some crazy custom wheels. And uh, really powerful. Really powerful car. They don't say how much power it has, but a supercharged LT4 is going to be in that 600, 700 range. <laughs> For a 62 vet, that's a lot of power. What's one of them 283s back in the day? What would that have been, dude? <laughs> 200? 250? Yeah. So, you know, tripling the output, is, uh, it's always a good idea. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Lingenfelter's, of course, they're showing off their stuff. Um, they're famous for their... Uh, naturally aspirated packages installed. If so, if you go to Lingenfelter Performance at Lingenfelter.com, they uh, they have packages for the Chevy uh, half-ton trucks and three-quarter-ton trucks, and they've got the Camaro and the Corvette and the Pontiac G8. They've got kits for, um, and even the Chevy SS. So, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, the small block. Uh, LS engines and uh, the newer uh, LS3s and stuff, they'll add over 100 horsepower to with head porting and cam changes and stuff, and you can stay naturally aspirated and still get that 500 to 600 horsepower out of them. So it's it's pretty cool. Lingenfelter's a pretty cool deal. I, I would say if you have one of those cars and let's say you've had it for a few years now, you're getting a little bored with it, it might be worth looking at Lingenfelter and, um, you know, 
Turn that old something into new something. Who said that? <laughs> I think it was Chris Rock. I think it was. Got to flip it. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Hey, not to not to get off the car topic there for a sec. Just looking at a thing here about uh, Michigan football. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh has quarterback J.D. Johnson said his career is going to be over due to a heart issue, mm. but Jim Harbaugh is going to honor his scholarship. Awesome. Awesome. So whether or not, so the kid won't play football, but he'll be able to join the Michigan staff in some capacity when he enrolls. See, that's good. That's how that's how it should be. And that's a big deal for Harbaugh as a coach because that's one of your recruiting tools, right? You've got that yep. scholarship sitting there, and you only have so many, and you just tied it up in a player who's not going to play for you. It's the right move. Um, yep. Yeah, that's cool. Really cool. Um, this is a, just something I found funny. So the Washington – so this is a big deal, right? The – Baghdadi, they killed Baghdadi, um, the leader of ISIS, uh, piece of shit, serial rapist, killed tons and tons of people, responsible for tons and tons of death and destruction. Um, they killed him. Trump comes out and says uh, he died like a dog and kind of made fun of him, kind of, a little bit, um, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> the Washington Post had to retract their uh, their initial article on it because they posted Abu Bakir al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at Helm of Islamic State, dies at 48 years old. <laughs> well, now that we know how you feel about him, tell us about it. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> drug entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah, not drug kingpin. Yeah, not serial <laughs> rapist. <laughs> not killer of thousands of men, women, and children in his own country. Genocide, <laughs> his own people. Yep. Not that. So yes. Other people, so Trump called him a coward for running off into a, a, a tunnel and blowing himself up along with uh, three of his kids. <laughs> the man's man. The man's man. Um, they apparently, that was what they had a problem with. And so some other people um, basically come out and said that he was brave. For running off and blowing himself up with three of his kids. Um, then, I mean, you can guess who within the congressional, you know. I think we are oh, just yeah. talking about one of them. Elon. Ilani Omar. The one from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. uh, I like the meme of that, that picture that's right there. He's sitting on the floor. <laughs> you I know, he dogs? looks confused. <laughs> yeah. You guys hear dogs? Anybody else hear dog barking? <laughs> it's just it's it's ridiculous i mean i know that they hate trump i get it 
I get that he gets under their skin. They hate the fact that he tweets. They hate the fact that he's orange. They hate the fact that he's always ripping on them in Twitter. <laughs> I get it. He's but, unarmed. How can they kill him? <laughs> right. But, but to jump out in defense of a piece of shit like this, the world is just a better place. He's dead. <laughs> just because you don't like Trump, that's ridiculous. And um, it kind of shows some of the reasons why if they don't change what they're doing, Trump is going to win by a landslide. <laughs> Newsflash, folks. The Electoral College does still exist. So you may be in your little echo chamber in one of your big cities talking about how this candidate or that candidate's so exciting and, and America's ready for change. It's just you guys. Yep. It's just you guys talking about it. <laughs> that, that map is pretty red. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, you're not doing anything to change it. By by all means, um, cart out Hillary Clinton to call Tulsi Gabbard another Russian asset. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I found that hilarious, stupid, but you know, she's old. She's probably senile. Um, <laughs> here's what I think. I really wish, um, and, and believe me, over the years, I've not been the biggest Trump fan, um, but. I really wish in that moment he would have tweeted and said, no, she isn't. She wasn't at the meeting last month. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She, was, she wasn't at the meeting with us last month. <laughs> uh, yeah, they just, you know, their heads are so far up their butts, and they sit there just congratulating each other all the time. Um, meanwhile, Biden's losing Iowa. Like, he's he's losing all these middle ground states that they needed to win the last time. <laughs> and he's their front runner. He's the one they're trying to, you know, push out there. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a shit show for them, but whatever. It's their shit show, I guess. They can make it as shitty as they want. <laughs> That's, uh, that's up to them. It'll be really interesting. But yeah. the sad thing, there's a whole other year of this crap. I know. Well, and that's why the impeachment hearing is going the way it is. You know, it's it's more about uh, keeping it muddy in the media and holding that out there. He could be impeached at any moment. We may vote today, but we won't. Yep. <laughs> Stay tuned next week. <laughs> I, I, I don't get, like, what, what do they think that, all of the Republican senators are just going to vote against their president. They need a two-thirds majority vote in the Senate. Right. It's going nowhere. It, it isn't. And th- but that's why no. they're doing what they're doing. They're, they're, don't, don't be surprised if that impeachment vote doesn't happen until, like, next July. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have relations with that woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was not on Jeffrey Epstein's... <laughs> Oh, wait, there's pictures of him on the plane with an underage girl. <laughs> oh, wait, there's pictures of him on the island with underage girls. <laughs> Countless times. Yeah. And did you see that the uh, special investigator they brought in to uh, go over Jeffrey Epstein stuff came out today and said that it's a homicide? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, like really? a strangulation. Really? <laughs> so, the, so when the cameras went dead... When, when the cameras went dead the same time that the guards went off and walked away for we don't know why, for the hell of it, and he died, 
according to one of the inmates screaming. <laughs> those those guards retired and they moved to where? Yeah. The uh, 50-year-old investigator from Washington, police investigator, died this week suddenly of a sudden illness. <laughs> yeah, that happened too. <laughs> I tell you what. It's just coincidence, Micah. There's no this, connection. This is this is the level of coincidence that, that I see. <laughs> if Hillary or just to say any of them were involved in something like anything like that, um, and I worked there, I would not say a word. I would pack up my shit. I'd go home, leave the state, <laughs> call them from somewhere else on a burner phone, and quit. <laughs> They'd probably frame you for the murder then, but <laughs> the suicide. The su- I'm sorry. They frame you. They frame you for the suicide. <laughs> his hands were cut off, and he had two bullet holes in the back of his head. Suicide. <laughs> Clearly, he was depressed. <laughs> he was depressed. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Found him in a dumpster with his head caved in. Suicide. He was depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all right though you know what it, what what it, what it is though you know just like and i'll say this when trump screws up he can make a statement about it being a lie and no one will fact check that like the people who like him like him so they're gonna go yeah that's right he you know he didn't that's not what he meant well the same thing happened with hillary so she said tulsi gabbard's a russian a- asset you know again this is 2019 we have high-def audio, high-def video. It's clear that's what she said. It was on multiple sites. But she released a statement, and then the media released a retraction that said, no, she said Republican asset. No one's going to... This is the thing. The people that support her and support the Democratic Party, the crazy people that you know are, are out there with this, they're just going to go, oh, yeah, that's what, that, that, that is what she said. I believe that. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. That's not what she said. I've seen the video. <laughs> it, she didn't slur her words like she sometimes does she wasn't <laughs> drooling like she sometimes does <laughs> she wasn't all blown out on amphetamines like she sometimes is she was lucid she was clear and that is what she said <laughs> <laughs> just just you know putting that out there um, I don't know. none of it matters in the end does anyone in Washington ever go to jail no not the politicians no. Not the politicians. Not one day. Oh. So, yeah. It's all for show. Um, enough of that crap. <laughs> and I'm the one who brought it up. Uh, I've been meaning to for a while. Uh, start talking a little bit more about motorcycles. And so I've seen a headline that caught my eye. Indian, which is owned by Polaris, and they are made in a factory in Iowa is making a move to challenge some of Wisconsin's bigger bikes. So they do have the Chieftain and they have some others, but in particular they're after the Road Glide this time. So they have a fixed fairing bagger called the Challenger, which I'm not sure I like the name, but it's made in Osceola, Wisconsin. So they're getting their engine and stuff out of Osceola, Wisconsin at a factory there. 
Um, it's a 1,769cc engine, liquid-cooled V-twin, 122 horsepower, 128 pound-feet of torque. Um, they're pretty excited about it. It gives them a lineup now that matches up almost model for model with Harley, which is, of course, what they're really after, um, to try to bite more into that market share. Um, and this bike in the back is it. So this is the new Scout. That's the Challenger. Cool. What do you guys think? <laughs> it's a, uh, I don't know. It's a good looking bike. Um, let me look real quick. I want to see what it looks like. Sorry, I have a new laptop. I'm struggling with the keyboard size. Okay. So here we are. This is the new. The new one. Um, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. The, I mean, um, it's different. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not digging the headlight area. I don't like this. I think that's. Oh, no, I don't like that either. It looks look like at, it's from nineteen. Looks like nineteen seventy. And here's its competition: the Harley Road Glide. And I've I've built a couple of these Road Glides on their website. Yeah. I, and you can you can have a lot of fun building a bike on online. Yes, you can. <laughs> here's what I think. Um, this is just my opinion. On the low range of things, I like the Scout better than I like what Harley has to offer. On this upper end of bikes, I think the Harleys still look better. The Chieftain is a really good looking bike, though. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I would say between the Challenger and the Road Glide, uh, I'm picking the Road Glide, too. And they're about we the same money. See we need to see what, what, what Indian has for as far as how you can customize. Yeah, they don't have it on their site yet, but they it will they will soon. Okay. Um, and that'd be something to revisit. Man. Right, because you can the wheels make it, man. The wheels in that front that front light. Yeah. Wicked red denim. Ooh, how about that? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, that fairing's better. We got to get some motorcycles. I know. I know. I want to see how, again. I see, what? We got to get motorcycles again. Well, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wuss who's never I had would, one. I would love to have a bike again. You have especially to get as one. my kids get old. You have to get one like this so I can ride on the back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look uh, cool. I'll wear chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Just the chaps. Just the chaps. You notice that seat is only seat room for one. I'll bet they make a custom two seater. They, they do. They have a well. They just have a kind of a little back thing for you. But that bike's not really meant for two. Let me see. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me go to Indian's site real quick. I'm sharing my screen with uh, Tommy and Kyle, so we're. We're all kind of looking at the same thing right now. Um, oh, 
Here it is. That looks that looks like it's for two. Oh, it's up there. Dude, you'd let Ooh, me ride with you, wouldn't you? <laughs> he would. He took me really? for a ride on. He he would. He yeah. took me for a ride before. <laughs> you only have three colors though. Uh. Yes. Am I seeing that? Yes. What do you prefer? Uh. Thunder black. The black looks pretty cool. Is it, it flat black? Yes. If it's flat, then it's even cooler. It's not flat. It's smoke. Oh, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you laugh at that, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Spike's called Indian. If you laugh, it's racist. <laughs> there. See, look at the Scout. I think that's a handsome bike. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that looks good. It looks good. You change the, the, the rims and tires, though. Yeah. That big that big sidewall on that tire. You like Especially dope, on the Tommy. front. Kyle wants dubs. Dubs on a scout. Yeah. (laughs) We're not not racing it on a dirt track, man. It's true. It is crazy, though, how um, Indian dominated motorcycle sales up until a a certain point, and Harley was the underdog, right? Yeah. And then they died. And they died. Yep. Why'd they die? And then the Terminator 3 brought it back. Wasn't that part of it, though? Indian had the government, like, the war contracts, and then by the time World War II came around, Harley got them. Wasn't that part of it? Yeah, there was something something like that. Something like that. I'm probably wrong. But they started with racing. Let me tell you something. I'm not afraid to talk out of my ass. (laughs) Yeah, wasn't there there a movie about the guy guy racing the scout? Yeah. Like a dirt track dirt track racing yep like the last scout or something would mm-hmm. you guys make fun of me if i got a bobber probably no i mean that's a cool thing like the like the big bikes with no fairing that's that's i think that's pretty cool yeah but man not having a windshield that's tough having a little bit of a windshield really stops where the hell you am from I gonna go? your ass kicked where the hell am i gonna go oh how we gotta go cruising with them <laughs> I will. It's a Larry's. <laughs> <laughs> Literally could get on a skateboard and sit on it and mm. get to Larry's. It doesn't have a motor and doesn't take gasoline. I'm not interested. Yeah, before getting back home. Julie bought yeah, me a motorcycle. Julie bought me a bicycle a couple years ago. Guess guess where that is? <laughs> I don't know. Is it on the, it on the treadmill? <laughs> Bottom yeah. of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ride back up with it. Yeah. What? What is this garbage? <laughs> Where's the throttle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not true. I appreciate that, honey. <laughs> Ooh, I like those baggers, though. Those, those look pretty neat, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like that cheek. Indian, Indian makes nice bikes. They do. Um, I'm not sure this challenge is the right move, but maybe it is. Um. Yeah, there it is. The Chieftain Elite. Oh, yeah. That's got a big wheel. Hey, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah. Micah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? 
when you look at that though that's that's true um <laughs> when you look at that though um to me when you go help me out here man what am i looking for soft tails soft tail yeah when you get up into these the touring bikes and stuff like i'm trying to think of what uh Aaron has a friend of mine down state. I think he has an electric glide. I Probably think. Like, he does a lot of riding, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I like, like those road those those road glides are pretty sweet. Yeah. This is pretty tight too. Yeah. Yeah, you can. The yeah, you can glide. really play around. I don't know. One of these days, guys, we got to do it. I want something loud though that vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> they sell those on Amazon. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, <laughs> so who's who's uh, going to win the uh, World Series tonight? Uh, Houston Astros. Yeah, I I I put my money on them too. Scherzer is pretty good. Um, we'll see. But that'd yeah. be my pick. And that's why. I think when it comes down to that final duel of pitchers, Scherzer's the guy, I think. I'm probably but, wrong because, you know, it's me. But. but I can't imagine him pitching that long. I mean, he'll probably try and stay in as long as he can. But if he if he loads the bases and they get a couple runs, they got to they gotta put their next guy in right now. Yeah. This is it. You, you, this is... You're playing to win this game. Yeah, for sure. Well, sweet fellas. Oh, there's Senor Trump. Look at that. Uh, quick plug <laughs> for the sweepstakes. Still going on. Still going well. Um, www.muscleandspeed.com slash sweepstakes. Check it out. You can get your entries there. Um, we're one month in. We've got two months to go. Um, and as always, you can catch us live in person. Um, Julie and I both have tickets. Tommy does as well. And at a future date, so will Kyle. And you'll be able to buy tickets from us directly if you'd like. That's about it, guys. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Micah. Hey, no problem. Rock and roll. I'll catch you guys later. Have a good one. Bye. See you.